Hey there, we're back with Danae King of Columbus Dispatch Immigration and Religion Reporter. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Chris? Good. Uh, it's been good following your coverage. This has kind of overlapped the holidays, but uh, we had a wild breaking news story from CARE Ohio about how their former executive director was a double agent. I know it sounds weird to hear that, but it was actually a double agent and he was kind of uh, doing work against what the organization was trying to do. Um, you've continued reporting on it. And I, I like the story you're talking to the interim executive director, kind of talking with her about a path forward. What did you learn in your conversation with her about that? Yeah, so um, I got to sit down with Amina Barhumi, um, the acting executive director, a few weeks ago, um, kind of right after this news broke. And I just really wanted to talk to her about, you know, what was going on. She was the outreach director and, um, you know, reported to Roman Iqbal, who was the executive director for a few years and had been with the organization since, um, I believe, 2006. Um, and so he he was the one who was kind of feeding information to an anti-Muslim group um, during this time. And so I sat down with her and just talked a little bit about her reaction. And, and she said it was it was really a shock. Um, but then I really wanted to kind of move the story forward and see, you know, CARE Ohio is really deeply entrenched in the community and they work with a lot of Muslims and interfaith groups. And so I wanted to see, you know, how do you rebuild the trust from something like this? And um, she was really great. She said, you know, it's a process and, and they've done some different things. They've reached out to, um, you know, people in the community and done some Zoom Q&As and just community discussions and things like that. And, and they really just want people to know that they're there and they're willing to, you know, they want to rebuild this relationship and they're willing to talk to people. But, you know, one person doesn't, you know, represent their entire organization. How difficult has it been for them? Because obviously we've got to report what happens and that's got to be tough for, for organization. How have they recovered like PR wise? Because, you know, whenever something like this comes out, people are probably scratching heads going, Hey, what's going on there? What are they trying to do to kind of rebuild some of the, um, so, some of the trust that, you know, gets, goes out the window when something like this happens. Yeah, so um, they've actually been really open. You know, like I said, they let me sit down with their acting executive director, who's just really begun her position. And they've hosted different calls with the community and with uh, the media and have really just, you know, let people know that that they're there to be talked to. And and so um, I think that that's really left a good a good feeling in the community from what I can tell. Um, you know, CARE is a Muslim advocacy and civil rights organizations. So a lot of the work they do might be like, you know, they do things on broader scales, holding press conferences about issues and things like the Muslim ban. But a lot of work they do is one on one with the community. It's, you know, representing people in lawsuits and workers rights cases and things like that. So I think that just the fact that they said, you know, we're here and and we're willing to talk. Um, that seems like just that openness is, you know, and coming to the community with this um, has been their their approach. Well, I think this has got to be understanding, too, because even if you read the story and go, oh, my goodness, what's going on there? It The story is clear saying, hey, it's one guy, you know, maybe worked with somebody else, but wasn't in the organization. It's one guy in the organization. It's not like you present like, you know, half the organization does this. You just say, hey, look, it's one guy. And I think that's got to help them to make it clear where it was just a single instance in the group. 
Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's hard for those people who are in the group because this is, you know, work that is really close to their hearts, you know, and their identities. And so, um, you know, several people within CARE Ohio have really said, you know, and CARE National, you know, we're doubling down, we're redoubling our right. efforts. You know, this isn't discouraging. This is encouraging. This says, you know, we just need to do even better and we need to, you know, show people how serious we are and how much this work means to us, you know, um, and you're right. It was one person and, th and they've said that as well. You know, it was this one guy and this doesn't represent, you know, what the organization or the individuals still in there do as a whole. Excellent. Well, and obviously the CARE Ohio story, I'm sure, will continue over the next weeks and months uh, with what's happening to the former executive director as well as how the group is uh, moving forward. So follow that coverage on Dispatch.com. You can subscribe to the print or digital um, site uh, by going to the upper right-hand corner of Dispatch.com. As always, Sydney King, thank you for your time. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.